0: Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Jolina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life, even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today, I'm going to be talking about the seven ways emotional abuse can actually break you down. As you may know, abuse is not just physical. There's different types of abuse, and emotional abuse is just one of them. Emotional abuse can be done when the victim doesn't even know is being abused. They use different techniques as gaslighting to help change your perception about what is going on, which actually gets you a little bit confused and makes you feel like you're going crazy. Manipulation is one of their tactics and there's many more of them. But because emotional abuse attacks you at your core, it starts breaking you down slowly But surely, when you are in a narcissistic relationship or any other type of emotional abuse situation, one of the first things specifically the narcissist wants to do is ascertain dominance. In a relation with a narcissist, one of the things that they want is for you to tend to their every need. With a narcissist, they never want you to be anything above them. They need to be the end-all, be-all. And if you've been with one long enough, you realize, and I've mentioned this before, they do not like anything else to take priority over them. So if you're celebrating holidays, your birthday, the kid's birthday, they don't like to celebrate these things with you because they need to be the number one priority. And this happens throughout the whole relationship. They need to be number one. Because they have such low self-esteem, but they want you to believe their grandiose sense of self, they have to put you down so they can come up. And the reason they do this is because if you realize the potential that you have, if you realize the power that you hold within, you would never stay with this person. If they break you down and make you see what they want you to see, you will feel like you have no way of escaping and there's nothing that you can do to get out of this. You probably see it as you deserve this to happen to you or you do not deserve any better because the way they play with your mind is putting you down so they can be lifted up. The less value you have, the more value they think they hold. So one of the things that they do to break you down is They have to lower your self-worth. It doesn't matter what you think of yourself. Up until this moment, when you start a relationship with a narcissist, the first thing that they're going to do is lower your self-worth. They're going to make you feel like you have no value. No value to the relationship. No value in the day-to-day. Little by little, they're going to make you feel like you have no worth. You can't do any good and they always have to come behind you and fix whatever you're doing, which means that you can't do anything right either. The second way they emotionally break you down is they kill your self-love because they're making you feel like you have no value. Your self-love starts to die little by little. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you can't stand it. You start to feel like you can't stand the way you look the way you feel, the way you talk, everything that you are, the person that you are as a whole will start bothering you. You will not like anything about you. And what is so funny about this is that when you start a relationship with a narcissist, the first thing that they do is that they're going to start mirroring you. If you think about it, the way they are mirroring you is the way they get you to fall in love with them. In a way, you're falling in love with yourself but you're placing it in the wrong person. You're falling in love with this person that you think is who they pretend to be, and they're not, but they're mimicking you, which means that you're falling in love with yourself, but you don't realize it. You don't realize that what you're feeling towards them is what they're making you feel because you feel they are so uniquely you, like they're made for you because you fit together so well. That is because they're mimicking you. Because they're trying to be you, to hook you. And when they love bomb you, this is what they're trying to do. But we don't realize that we're just giving our self-love away. And we're putting it on them. Until the day you wake up and realize you are in an abusive relationship, you will not find self-love inside your relationship. Number three is breaking your spirit. Because these two are already at an all-time low, you start breaking down. Your spirit cannot take all this abuse because even if you suffered from any childhood trauma or this resembles some kind of other relationship that you had in the past, whether it be a family member, a friend, or another partner, it doesn't matter how familiar it seems to you, in the long run, it starts to break you down as a person. You start feeling like you don't even belong to yourself, like your thoughts are not your thoughts. And you're becoming a person that you never thought you would become. When you start living out of congruence with who you really are or who you want to be, that breaks you down in a way that makes you feel you're not deserving of living. Each day becomes harder and harder to deal with because you are living out of congruence with the person that you were meant to be or the person that you want to be. You need to live in congruence with who you want to be so you can be happy with yourself. Whenever this is not happening, and they will not let this happen, you're going to be breaking your spirit down to almost nothing. Number four, emotional abuse affects your brain. It makes it harder for you to learn. It makes it harder for you to analyze things. And it makes you forget certain instances of abuse. And this is why I have and I keep recommending that you journal. You can do this every day, every other day, every couple of days, or whenever there is an event that goes on between you two, you need to write it down. You need to write a detailed event of what happened, including what you felt, what that meant to you, and what they did. Otherwise, they can use this at any moment and tell you that this is not what happened, or that's not what they said which causes more confusion, which causes you to doubt your perspective and what makes you feel confused. But when you have it written down, it doesn't affect you in the way that it would affect you if you had no recollection or no idea of what had happened that night. Writing in the journal will always help you keep things top of mind, especially when you need to review what happened. Number five, these abusive and toxic relationships create PTSD. The emotional or psychological abuse that you suffer at the hands of a narcissist can lead to the development of PTSD. The symptoms of PTSD can vary greatly between one victim and another. PTSD occurs when the experiences of trauma change the way your brain functions. What happens is that your brain is so overwhelmed by the stress that this relationship has caused, the trauma, that it is not able to record the traumatic events as having a beginning, a middle, and an end. Instead, what the brain does is it records the trauma as having a beginning and a middle, but no end. So whenever you're reminded of the trauma, you go right back into relieving that experience. And it feels it's happening to you in that moment. It kind of resets the brain. And once you have PTSD, more than likely you will need professional help. There's a number of symptoms and these can vary from one person to the next. Some people that suffer PTSD relive the trauma through nightmares, night terrors, flashbacks, or even zoning out. So people need to strongly avoid things that happen during the relationship. It could be places, it could be songs, it could be people. Anything that brings them back to the relationship, they strongly find a way to avoid it. Persistent negative thoughts or negative feelings. You're feeling lonely, you're feeling angry or sad, or you don't feel good about yourself. Memory loss is a very common one you tend to forget certain instances of abuse. The inability to relax because you have been in the state of fight or flight for so long, you have no idea how to relax. And it seems boring when there is silence or stillness because you're so used to the chaos. This happens a lot after you come from an abusive relationship. Number six, Studies show that experiencing trauma increases the chance of a person being diagnosed with ADHD. Now, because the trauma and the ADHD have so many similarities between one another, it might be very difficult to figure out if these symptoms come from ADHD or if they come from the trauma itself. Most of the symptoms that we seem to recognize as ADHD are difficulty concentrating having a poor memory, being emotionally dysregulated, have interrupted sleep, having impulsivity or restlessness, problems connecting with others, and at times it also leads to substance abuse. It is very complicated to understand what is ADHD and what is trauma. Last but not least is number seven. Emotional abuse can also cause physical damage to your body. It is said that emotional abuse may contribute to the development of chronic conditions such as fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. Emotional abuse may not even have physical abuse, but there are certain instances in emotional abuse that our body physically feels the effects of being physically abused. For example, If you have a partner and this partner does not want to talk to you, this partner is totally disconnecting from you and is ignoring you. Your brain will actually feel as if you're being physically hit. Even if there is no physical abuse, there's different instances where emotional abuse gives the effects as if it was physically abused. And here you have it. Seven ways emotional abuse can break you down. Beware of how you are feeling and beware of how you're feeling with certain people. Sometimes that is the key. If you don't feel safe, if you don't feel comfortable, if you feel like you're walking on eggshells or your energy is being drained with certain people, analyze who these people are, how they make you feel and how you feel when they're not around. I'm going to give you a brief summary of what we discussed today. The 7 Ways Emotional Abuse Can Break You Down Number 1. Lowers Your Self-Worth Number 2. Kills Your Self-Love Number 3. Breaks Your Spirit Number 4. Makes Learning Harder Number 5. It Creates PTSD or CPTSD Number 6. ADHD Symptoms Can Show Up And Number 7. It Can Have Physical Manifestations In Your Body If you are new to abusive relationships or narcissistic abuse and you have no idea if your relationship is abusive, you can go to RaquelKalina.com forward slash toxic. I have a free guide for you where it shows you 11 signs you're in a toxic relationship. If you already know that you have been in an abusive relationship and you're trying to work through what you have been through in your relationship, I created the Breakaway Journal It's a physical book that brings you information regarding the strategies narcissists use in an abusive relationship, but you also work through it. It's called The Breakaway Journal because it's not just a book that you read. It's a book that you work through. It has journal prompts. It has questions, and it has spaces for you to just talk about what happened in your relationship according to that specific topic. If you want to learn more about The Breakaway Journal, you can go to the breakawayjournal.com. If you're looking for ways to connect with me, you can go to RaquelKalina.com forward slash connect. Don't worry, I'm going to put all these links in the show notes so in case you're driving or you can't write them down, they'll be in the show notes for this episode. And remember, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also sign up for the email list at raquelcalinacom forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.